Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm joined on the line right now by Dr. Elona Duffy, who is a doctor based in Monaghan Town and medical director of Northeast uh, Doctors on Call. Um, Elona, we've had 764 more infections as reported yesterday. Is it that the government message is not getting through or are the public not listening? Well, I think it's it's disappointing to see these numbers, but it's not surprising. Um, in the last few weeks, there was surprise and disappointment that we hadn't seen our rates fall down near the 100. I mean, we barely got below 200. And I suppose as Christmas is coming, we knew that, that people were going to be starting to meet. The restrictions were lifted, so therefore people were going to be gathering and able to socialise again. And unfortunately, that has meant that that community spread is starting to increase and increase rapidly, probably a bit quicker than we had even thought it would do. If we're at 700 plus at the moment, the relative is by next week, we could easily be over the thousand. And I think there had been hope that that wouldn't be happening until well after Christmas, until a week or two after Christmas. So um, I think the thing is, although these are disappointing figures, we can still contain this and people have to listen to the advice and they have to recognise the dangers of this Two days ago, World Health Organization announced that it actually was the day with the highest mortality, meaning the highest death rate of COVID. So that just shows that we probably thought things were really bad way back in March, April. But around the world, the figures are still high. And while Ireland is doing really well, I mean, we're the second best country in Europe, we still have the risk that our rates could rise rapidly. Well, now, the figures show that the infection rate in adults aged 18 to 44 has actually doubled in the last nine days. Is this age group or age bracket, is it one where they're not listening or they simply think, no, 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 I won't get COVID-19, I've nothing to worry about, and lo and behold, that age bracket uh, is turning out to be, if you like, one where there's a lot of cause for concern, uh, cause for perhaps um, a refocusing of the message, if you understand. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's been particularly difficult on the young people in our community. It's been difficult on everybody, but for younger people who are used to being able to meet, who need that support from their friends, 
who've missed out on college, whose school has been so restricted. Unfortunately, seeing or lifting the restrictions and the allowing of people maybe to gather more than they had been has meant that maybe the mindset has changed and people are thinking, well, it's okay for us to gather in larger groups. And as we all know, we're meant to be limiting how many people we're, we're meeting. We should be trying to keep to bubbles of people so we're meeting the same people where possible so that we're reducing the risk of spread. But I think amongst our younger people, they are feeling perhaps a little bit more invincible and at times maybe not realising how easy it is for this virus to spread. And I think that's a very common message we in general practice are hearing, that people are saying, well, I I find it hard to believe I could have COVID. You know, I don't feel that bad, and I have a bit of a cough, and it's not much, and I get this at this time of the year, and it's probably just a bit of a virus. But the reality of it is now that we know that other viral illnesses are, are at lower rates because we've been keeping apart from each other. And therefore, if you have viral symptoms of any sort, you have to presume it's COVID and you have got to immediately contact your GP or your GP out of our service who will arrange for you to be tested. But I think the big message is while you're waiting on that test to happen and while you're waiting on that result, you have to presume you have it and therefore you must restrict your movements and so must those who you live with. So your household contacts, if you're symptomatic and waiting to be tested or waiting on a result, must also stay home from school, from work, no shopping, no going to the doctor's surgery, no going to the pharmacy to collect your medications. And I think uh, my feeling is this message still isn't out there. People are still arriving to the surgery to pick sick notes up when they've, they've just been had, had a test for COVID and on their way back from it. And they kind of think, well, I'm probably okay. The doctor's being overcautious or they themselves are being overcautious. And then surprise, surprise, the result comes back and it's positive. So I think the big message is if you have any symptoms that may be COVID, so you have temperatures, you have any cough, even if you have a history of asthma and bronchitis and you, you do get coughs, if it's a new cough, if it's a flare-up of your illness, you must contact the GP. If you have any change in taste or smell, meaning reduction in them or loss in them, again, you must contact your GP and you must be tested. But in the meantime, you have to restrict your movements. You've got to minimise your contact with others in case you have the virus. Okay, as we learned over the weekend, there is a new strain or a new form of the coronavirus uh, circulating in the southeast of England. Now, for the benefit of listeners who perhaps are not well up on uh, biology or science or how cells are uh, functioning in the body. Will you just explain uh, what makes this new strain different to the one we've known about since March? Okay, well, so uh, we could talk about this virus as similar to like a flu virus, and that's why every year you have to get a flu vaccine, because viruses change, they mutate, and therefore that the season that you have the 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 vaccination to with our flu vaccine, it will change a bit by the time it comes around to us again the next year. Now, with this coronavirus, um, the feeling is that the, that the vaccination that's been created will cover the variants to date that we're aware of. But we are aware that more recently there has been a change in the coronavirus, another mutation, another change in it. And this seems to spread faster. It seems to be much more rapidly and more easily spread. So before this, you had to be close up to somebody for, you know, the 15-minute mark before it was felt you were at risk or in a room for a long period of time, so up to two hours without a mask, without coverings and without ventilation. But now we're realising that this new variant absolutely spreads faster. You don't have to be as long with somebody or in their air, in their kind of air fields, let's say, before it can be spread and I suppose the danger with this is it just means that we, we have the potential to see a rapid rise in numbers. And people may be still saying, well, I know lots of people have COVID and they were fine and they didn't end up in hospital. And that is true. The majority of people who get COVID will recover from it. However, 
There are people, number one, who are more vulnerable and will end up in hospital and have the potential to die. And number two, there are those people, especially younger people, who are more likely to get post-COVID. That is symptoms of COVID that go on and on, be it simple things like loss of taste and smell, or be it more severe things like ongoing shortness of breath or cardiac complications. So no one can tell who's going to end up in hospital, who's going to die, or who's going to end up with long COVID symptoms. So therefore, we've got to protect everybody. And finally, the other thing is that if we see our COVID rates rise rapidly, what will happen is we will see a close down in other medical services, such as hospital clinics, such as um, MRI scans, ultrasounds, all of those other investigations that are vital for people's health. What will happen is they will be postponed, they will be delayed, and that will have an impact on patient health, as we saw during the main influx of COVID in early March, April, May. Okay, Alona, just two more quick questions before I let you go. Um, Listeners want to know that if this new strain of the virus comes amongst us here in Ireland, will the vaccines that are expected to be rolled out in the coming weeks, will they vaccinate against this new strain or will scientists have to go off to the labs and dream up a, a brand new vaccine to deal with this new strain? So the scientists to date are stating that they believe the vaccines that we have already in line and ready to go will cover this new strain. However, they are going to continue with their studies. And I was reading of one um, one laboratory that are doing major work on this and, and just to ensure and to reassure everybody that the vaccine will work. And finally, uh, we're being told by the European Medicines Agency that as and from next week, uh, the vaccine is expected to be rolled out uh, amongst EU member states. Um, The question being asked by a lot of people is, will Ireland, if you like, get enough vaccine? Is there enough uh, produced vaccine at the moment to go around? Well, we know that not everybody's going to get the vaccine straight away. And we're going to start with those people who are most at risk. And I think nobody's going to question that. People who are in nursing homes, and they were the people that were hardest hit, number one, with regards to those who lost their lives with covid and who suffered most, and also who continue to suffer because they're really in lockdown in their nursing homes with minimal access to family and friends, no access for many months. So they're going to be the first group and those who work and care for them. And then the vaccine will be rolled out. I have to say our government have done a fantastic job on the HSE. They have guaranteed that we will have more than enough vaccines to vaccinate everybody who requires vaccinations. But again, it goes back to the thing, it will be slow, it will happen But in the meantime, we have to ensure that we keep the COVID rates low enough that we can have enough staff able to be redeployed from areas of of the health service where they're working at the moment to be able to provide this vaccine. And if we see the rates of the vaccine rise, then that's not going to happen. It's going to further delay it. So to protect those and to ensure that we get the vaccines out, we've got to keep our levels low. And again, as we see, the other big group that are of concern are those who are travelling into the country at the moment. And everybody's fully aware that there has been a lockdown on travel and flights from the UK and and those travelling by boat. But unfortunately, we, we still have flights coming into Northern Ireland. And I suppose what I'd be saying to people out there is you may want to see your loved ones. You may want to see family, but you need to encourage them to stay in the UK and not come home this Christmas because they have the potential to bring this virus with them and you know to date we have no confirmed cases and that's the way we want to keep it so it is one Christmas and while it may be hard to deal without you know having those people with you I think for one Christmas it's worth it if it's going to keep you and those vulnerable and members of your family safe. Okay we're going to have to leave it there sound advice there that's uh, Dr Elona Duffy who's based in Monaghan Town and Medical Director of North East Doctors on Call. Okay, more to come. 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.